What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Real Life Podcast. I am your host, Jordan Richards. I wanted to thank you all for joining me today. It's Monday, November 16th. Not that the date really matters because this podcast is supposed to help you no matter what time of day, no matter where you're at, no matter when you're listening. I want you guys to know that I am here to support you in the way you guys support me by listening. If it's your first time here, thank you so much for listening. Glad to have you here. I want to kind of build on some of the things we already talked about. So last episode, I talked about dreams and kind of the things that I want to do and some of the things that I wanted to implement into my routine to help me stay more organized and stay more on task with the things I've done. And I got to be held accountable to the things I said. And it's it's something that hurts me to say. It's something that is difficult to admit. But we all have to admit when we have these moments in our life that we feel defeated. We feel like we let people down. And um, as listeners of this podcast, I have to admit that I let you down. I am not practicing what I'm preaching. And yes, in some ways that makes me a hypocrite. But in a lot of ways, it makes me a human being too. I'm never going to do everything that I want to do. It's very rare that people who set out to do things do it on the first try. It takes multiple tries. It takes consistent effort. And what I talked about last week was I was going to try and find myself a schedule, a routine that worked for me. And truthfully, I failed. I had a really had a really tough week. Um, and it was weird because I never really realized it until my girlfriend pointed it out. She's like, oh, yeah, you're just there's something wrong with you. There's something up with you. And we talked a lot about what I've kind of been going through and some of the things that I've been dealing with recently. And she just pointed out, I've just been very negative. I've just a really bad approach towards things and just how I need to kind of just refocus myself. Don't get discouraged. Keep going. As I mentioned, I wanted to kind of build this schedule for myself in a way to kind of stay busy over just like the winter months when things are a bit slower. And I just, I honestly, I completely failed. I don't, I don't really have anything. I never really came up with a concrete idea as to what I want to do. I'm still really thinking about it. And it makes it really difficult because as I mentioned to you guys before, I'm already doing a lot in my, I'm already thinking a lot in my head. It's already very difficult for me to kind of come up with these concrete ideas and build upon them in a way that's constructive. Always analyzing different things. I'm always focused on the wrong things rather than just doing things like I am with this podcast, like I mentioned. One thing that I'm still trying to kind of figure out in my headspace, but I do want to say that I think that after a conversation with my friend Alex um, and his girlfriend, actually, they called me the other day. And it's funny because this wasn't even initiated by me, but I know that he listens. And so maybe he thought about it too. And they were talking about it a little bit, but they were asking me, what would I do for my ideal job? If I, if salary wasn't an issue, if I got paid the same and a lot of money to do whatever it was, what would it be? And the reason why I think I was so impacted by this question was because I've been telling you guys, figure out what your dream is. What is your dream? What do you want to do? And I think this is a perfect question to ask yourself. If there was no limitations on your life financially, what is it that you would do? But I want to kind of bring this in a little bit closer and say, what would you do like realistically? Because of course his answer was, well, I would be an astronaut so I can go to space. But I don't think that's realistic. Like I'm not trying to say that he's not a smart guy. He's a smart guy in certain aspects. I think astronaut is a little bit far-fetched for him, for him, and even for me. And like I said, I'm a science guy. It's a little far-fetched even for me. So I want you guys to think about where would you go? What would you do realistically within your skill set, within things that you already like? Where would you take your life if salary wasn't an issue, if finances weren't an issue? And that may help you find some of the things that you're interested in more than I really, the more than I've kind of touched on so far, like we talked about, what are the things that make you lose time? What are the things that you lose track of time? Stop talking to loved ones, completely immerse yourself in that product. And those are the things I want you to focus on. But then the next question maybe is, what is the thing you would do if you can't, if you don't have to worry about finances at all? It's completely a non-issue. You're completely covered, including if you have to learn anything. 
And my answer was really interesting to, to them because my answer was photography. If someone was to pay me a really good salary to do anything, for me, it'd be photography. I love photography. I love everything about photography. But the thing that kind of upset me about that conversation with them when I thought about it afterwards was that I didn't say videography when I think that's truly the answer. Because the thing is, and like I said to them, the reason why I picked photography over videography, even though I like them both a lot, is because photography is easier and I feel like I have a better grasp of it right now. So it wouldn't be a steep learning curve for me to get there. But if I was to actually given the time to learn videography, it's something I would probably be more passionate about in the end because there's just something about videos that capture me so much more than a photo ever could even though I have a great appreciation for photography now knowing what goes behind a good video or any video for that matter in most cases gives me an added appreciation for it and I use the same analogy with baseball sometimes a lot of people think baseball is really boring but until you have an appreciation for pitching and how these players do certain things with the ball and fool hitters it's just there's something about it that unless you're kind of into that whole space, it's very difficult for you to appreciate it. And so I think it's kind of the same with videography. People see kind of what happens in a video, but they don't actually understand how someone would make that happen to actually do it, you know? And I think that's where I was a little bit short-sighted in my approach to this question when I was asked, what what would I do? And I said photography, but I think if I was to take that back, I would actually choose videography. And it's because it's the process of learning, like I've already talked about, the process of learning new information, new skills, developing myself, and just becoming a more well-rounded creator in the end. Um, Doing photography for my whole life would be awesome, Um, but I do think it's kind of easy in some respects. It's not trying to say that photography is easy, but to take still images, it's just so much easier than coordinating any video. And I've, I've gone over this like a thousand times, I feel like already with friends and even on this podcast once talking about photos versus video, but... I truly think that there is like a method to that madness of video and learning it and being being in that space. It's just so different than just kind of straight photography. But it's definitely a question that I wanted to kind of approach you guys with is what would you do if you had no financial restrictions? What, what is it that you would choose to do? Would you be a podcaster? Like even for me starting this podcast now and doing this, if someone paid me to be a podcaster, I would love that. Like I would do that seven days a week. But the problem for most people is it's getting there. A lot of people like being on the mic. They like um, talking about their various things, whether it's football, whether it's sports, politics, you know, entertainment, celebrities, there's all these different podcast topics. And most people just do it for fun because they like to talk about them with friends, with different people, whatever. But it's very rare, you know, you're in a small percentage of people if you're actually making a living or at least making some money off of podcasting. And it's something, honestly, I'm growing, I have a growing appreciation for. Part of it is because I just think it's a little bit easier than making a video or even out there taking photos. I just kind of sit down, come up with an idea, sit in front of a mic, talk about it. To be fair, there's really good podcasters out there. There's some people who do the prep work, go about it the right way, and really work hard at their craft, and they put together an excellent product. I'm more of a person that likes a, like a somewhat unfinished polish, something very raw, very natural, and that's kind of the way I approach this podcast for sure. I don't want it to feel like I'm over-editing it and I'm you know reading off a script. I want it to be very raw, very much what am I thinking about in this moment, and how am I going to go about changing my life and turning everything around for myself because I want you guys to feel the same way if you're maybe down on yourself or you're maybe in a hard time I want you to think about how you could kind of turn things around or if you're just stuck in kind of your corporate cycle a lot of people are like that they're great in what they do in their job and their career but they're kind of stuck in that cycle and they're not really sure how to find new ways to 
just break that a little bit. Do something different, you know, whether it's at home as a hobby. Some people don't even have hobbies. They watch sports. Maybe they're super into bowling or whatever the recreational activity is. But some people still need something different, you know, something creative. And, and like I said before on previous episodes, I do believe that everyone has creativity in it in them. But they don't always find ways to exercise that. And that's very difficult for a lot of people. They don't really understand that there's so many ways to be creative, whether you draw or you sing or you podcast or you are super into Photoshop or you like to take photos. And everyone has a great camera in their pocket. Most people have, you know, iPhones, Samsungs, Android phones, all of them with really good cameras, like really, really good, better than most cameras can take pictures of today which is crazy to think about how good computational photography is. And let's not get into a tangent on computational photography and how good that is. It's very, very good. And so if you do want to become like a semi-photographer, just like kind of on the side for fun as a way to learn a new skill, you have a phone in your pocket that you could take great photos with. Most people do. Most people do. Even if you have like an iPhone 7, you can take great photos if you just kind of learn camera angles and different ways to use that all the tools in your pocket that you didn't know that you actually had. Some of it is just choosing the right angles, lighting scenarios, all these different things that impact a photo in the long run. But people don't know that until they really explore and dive deep into that world. But going back to what I was talking about, about finding your passion, and I do think my passion is to create overall. And that's why I'm trying to do podcasts. I'm trying to do videos. I'm trying to do audio stuff. I'm trying to do um, photography. Like even today, I put up some photos that I took over the weekend. I just need to practice more, you know, and I've been talking about practicing. And so I took some of my microphones that I have. I have the Shure SM7B, which they actually liked my Twitter post, which is pretty cool. But yeah, so it was cool because I took some pictures of my uh, Shure SM7B and then my Rode NTG4 Plus, which I use for video. If anyone's ever seen my videos, I kind of boom it over my head. So it stays out of the way. You don't see it. It looks like I'm just using a lapel mic or talking straight to the microphone. But actually, you know, like most movies, TV, whatever, they have mics above their heads where you can't see them. And it makes for a, just a better audio experience than most people expect. I was just kind of exploring with that. took some cool pictures of that. And that's just kind of another way, like I talked about regimenting. And I want to start doing that more and just making use of the time and space that I have. I'm so used to just being uninspired. I need to find new ways like I did over the weekend to continually inspire myself. Because even looking at the results, I was like really impressed with myself. I thought the photos were fine. They weren't like anything special. But when I actually, you know, looked at them closer, edited them, I was actually really happy with them. I was really proud of them. And I wish that, you know, someone would take them and post them on their page or whatever. But it was still cool because I just didn't expect anything of it. I just threw them onto a table with an interesting lighting setup and just took the photos. And they just ended up looking much better than I thought. And it's just a way that I need to start approaching things and just not caring about the end result, just doing it for the sake of practice. And that's definitely something I want you guys to take away from me, especially, is that like this podcast, like I did over the weekend, do something for the sake of practicing at it. Not because you want an end result, you want to get likes, you want to get this or that. Do it because you want to practice because that practice is going to pay off dividends over time and it's something you need to consistently do and it's something that frankly I don't do enough. Like I talked about last week with how I kind of failed at my whole regimenting scenario. It's something I wanted to do. I wanted to start creating content for Facebook, creating content for Instagram, like for my own personal Instagram at J Rich Imaging, if you want to follow that. But just like things that I wanted to do, whether it's Twitter content, Instagram content, Facebook content, just doing videos themselves to show off for clients. Like I talked about building my reel, and that's something that's kind of a longer term project, probably put together around January or so. 
but just different things that I can do to just help build my portfolio, help build my offering, help just even practice different techniques that I see on YouTube or I see um, even anywhere on the internet. You see a lot of different kind of challenges, video things that are done kind of like haphazardly. But if you know what you're doing, you can make them look a lot more fluid and a lot more natural than some people do just by simple editing. And you can use more refined techniques to help you get a more polished product in the end. And these are kind of things that I want to start looking into and things that I want to start doing on a regular basis, collaborating with people, whether it's artists, whether it's businesses. And that's that's kind of my next step right now. Um, one thing I hope you guys all did from the previous podcast, we talked about sharing people's work. Um, it's definitely something that I wanted to do. And I reached out to a few people about it and I shared some of their work on Twitter. I talked to them about it. I made sure I thanked them for all the great work that they do and reminded them that they're really, really good at what they do on top of that. So that's something I wanted to do, just like spread the love type of deal, make sure that people are being recognized for their work. Cause I do think it's something that is underutilized in a lot of spaces. There's a lot of great people out there just because they aren't the best. Doesn't mean that you can't tell them they do good work, especially if they do, do if they do do good work and you believe they do good work, never, never hurts to reach out to them and say, Hey, like, I really appreciate the work you do. I'm a really big fan of your work. And I hope that you keep pushing to keep doing what you're doing. If you love this, keep doing it. I was telling one of my buddies uh, who does a podcast, Mike, you know, keep pushing Mike, keep doing the podcast. He was telling me that, you know, downloads a little bit down, whatever. It's like, no, nah, man, I know, I know that you love the podcast. I know you like doing it. Keep pushing, keep doing it. Don't be afraid of anything. As long as you still have the bandwidth to do it, keep doing it because you're great at it. And don't worry about whatever happens, you know, do it because you love it. And, and that's one of the main things that I've been trying to teach my audience here. Um, I want you to do things because you love them, not because you're hoping to get a lucrative anything out of it. If that comes, you're very fortunate and it's, it's so, so unlikely unless that's what you're destined to do or you're like truly, truly amazing at it. And I, and I do believe that you may see some financial reward kind of come your way, but I think at the end of the day, most people do these kinds of things because they love them. Like for me, I love helping people. I love sharing and I love doing a bunch of different things just to kind of get things off my chest. And for me, like I've mentioned before, this is very therapeutic. It's very digging into my own psyche and figuring out what is it that I'm doing right? What is it that I'm doing wrong? And kind of how do I correct all of these wrongs and keep doing the things that I've done right and moving forward to make myself a better person. And I've talked about sharing and being involved in other people's lives and helping them out, especially uh, it's been very helpful for me because it's just a way that I can just connect with people, you know, build these relationships. Like I talked about, um, it's a lot, it's something I've been doing a lot more, especially whether it's in private or even in publicly, just like interacting with people, connecting with them, sharing my own story with them, because there's so many different things that people don't know about you that maybe they wanted to know, or they didn't realize that you had that mutual interest. And it's definitely a way that I never expected to connect with people, but it's just kind of my pessimistic mindset initially. But being able to tell you guys, these are some things I want to do and then start actioning those items. It definitely made me feel better. Like I was contributing more to my own potential success, networking, talking to the right people and building what I believe is a foundation for future success. That for me, at least was a big, a big win in my book. Um, it's a small win. It's kind of a first step, but definitely something that really helped me uh, in the past week or so that I want to continue to do going forward. But like I talked about with regimenting and scheduling, it's something that is very difficult for a creator in some respects because you have to have a certain flow. You kind of have to be in a certain mindset and pushing through that is very, very difficult, especially for me. 
like I've kind of said to you guys, it's just, it's not that I don't want to create, but definitely that lack of inspiration at times can be a little bit detrimental to my own mental state. Just to say like, it's hard for me to just say, do it, but definitely it's something I need to push through and do more of. I just need to practice because it's going to make me a lot better. It's going to make me a lot better. No matter what it is I'm doing, no matter what I'm filming, no matter what I'm practicing, it's always made me better. And like I talked about on previous episodes, it's that challenge, that challenge to say you can do it Even if you don't think you can do it, just try it. Just try it because there's so many things that I've been asked to do that I never thought I could do. And then, you know, you go on YouTube, you learn a few things, you go through a few tutorials and boom, it's done. Just like that. It's done. You never thought it would take you only a couple hours, a couple days, however long it took. And the next thing you know, it's done. Completely done. Send it off to the client, whoever asked for it. Boom. That's it. That's kind of the really cool thing about learning is that for me especially, I love a challenge. And it's one of the reasons why finding that inspiration is hard because I don't always find that inspiration internally. But if someone was to ask me to do it, if I got the time, if I got the bandwidth to really just dive into it, even if I have no idea if I can do it, I'd be like, yeah, you know, why not? I'll try and do it. Um, especially because it's just a way to build my skills. Like I talked about building my portfolio and something I just like to do. I like to explore with new techniques, whether it's motion graphics, whether it's video photography techniques, a bunch of different things, just to try and do it. But I do think that, especially for me, the next step is to, you know, really figure out who I'm going to, who's my client base going to be and how do I want to attack them? Even though I I can kind of schedule things out, I definitely want to figure out who is it I want to attack. And for me right now, because I'm a business mindset kind of person, I definitely want to attack businesses, you know, as much as I like people and I like consumers, businesses are the ones who are going to pay you consistently for different work, photography, videography, and they're going to spread the word much more than necessarily one individual person will. Not that I don't want to do photo shoots, but, you know, I don't really want to be photo shooting people, doing a photo shoot for people's kids, dealing with kids, running around, kicking, screaming, blah, blah, blah. Like it's, it's just not really my thing. And I don't think a parent would want to pay someone without a studio, a lot of money to do that. Um, if I had a studio, if I had all the different things like strobe lights, okay, that's a bit of a different story. I could probably make it happen. But for now it's like biggest thing that kind of makes me mad is when people ask me to take photos of them, they ask me where they should go. And to me, it's like, I want this to be an, no matter what kind of photography it's for, even if it's just for Instagram, like for yourself, no matter what kind of photography it is, I want you to think about what is the story that you are trying to tell. Unless I know you really, really well, I can't tell your story for you. I can try to capture what you're trying to tell, but I definitely cannot tell your story for you without really knowing you. If you just reach out to me and say, Hey, I want you to take some, take some photos of me. What is like the kind of go-to spots? Like, yeah, there's a few spots that I know that we could take some cool photos, but it, if it doesn't suit you, if it, if it doesn't suit your outfit, if it doesn't suit your personality, then why are we going there? It's, it's just a waste of time. And people don't really consider that when they ask someone to take photos of them. They just assume that they know the good spots and they'll make them look good. Like, yeah, I'll still make you look good. Like, it's not going to look good if I take a picture of you. I'll do my best to make sure it's the best photo of you I can take. But all these things need to be considered, especially with photography, because to me, it is about a story, some story, no matter what it is, even the picture that I took of a microphone, it's the story of me exploring audio. It's the story of me learning how to become a podcaster. It's the story of me learning how to take audio from a boom mic and put it into my camera and all the various things that have to go through into doing that. So it's all sunk up. So I don't have to worry about syncing it in post after the fact to make my life a lot easier as a video creator. But people don't consider that necessarily when 
they start doing things. They just look at something at, from a dollar cost value. But I look at something from like, what can I learn from this product? How do I use this to become a more well-rounded person? And that, like I talked about with investments, I view everything I buy, especially equipment-wise, as an investment. Because it's something that I'm always looking at to learn from, to grow from. And ultimately, I want to get that money back from that investment if I can. Not to say I can do it with everything. That is always my goal to be able to pay off that investment with whatever I have. But definitely at the end of the day, I want to use these things to learn, to grow, whether it's doing voiceover work for a company, which I do do sometimes mixed in with some video work as well to just kind of help pay some of the bills, some of the small things that I want to pay for, buy some of the equipment I want to buy. It's just very small things like that that you don't know that you can do, but you can, you know, you could do that with a hundred dollar mic. You could do that with your mic built into your computer, but it may not sound as good as they want it to sound. And so it's just difficult for you to kind of charge the money you may want for that product. But, you know, I bought a microphone or sorry, I was given a microphone and I used it, tested it out. And that's kind of what got me into the whole podcasting world. And I was like, why don't I just buy a microphone? And that's how I ended up buying this microphone the same day I bought this microphone. That's why I believe that these things kind of manifest in some respects. It sounds super weird. It sounds hard to believe, but literally the day I got this microphone in the mail, someone approached me about doing a voiceover for their podcast and just like doing a podcast intro for them. And I was like, wow, like I can do it. Like I can try and figure it out. But literally, I've never even used this microphone before. I have never used it before. And I told him that I was like, yeah, you know, I've done a podcast intro before. So I kind of have an idea as to how to make it work. But I've never used this microphone before. John, I've never used it. Like I need you to know that I've never used it. So if it sounds kind of weird, like I hope it doesn't. I hope I can figure it out. But I've never used it before. He's like, Jordan, don't worry. It's cool, man. We're just no big deal. If you can't, if you can't make it work, can't make it work. If you can, sweet. We want to launch it in a couple weeks. So if you can get it done soon, awesome. I was like, okay, bet this dude, he's a good dude. I like him a lot. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take the next hour and a half. I'm going to figure out how to use this mic. I'm going to record this intro and that's it. Boom. I'm done. I'm done like that. Like that. I am done an hour and a half. I sent him three different intros and that's it. That's all he needed for me was three intros just to get an idea as to what I'm trying to talk about. He says, okay, this one's good, but I want you to change this word, that word. No problem. And probably within three hours, the whole thing was done and he sent me some money for the intro and that was it. Literally, I'm talking about from the time I ordered this microphone, I was making money within five hours of opening the box. And I just, it's really hard for me to believe that's like a coincidence. I really I really, really find it hard to believe that I'm the only one this would happen to that someone that somehow, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's crazy to talk about, but when I think about it, I'm like, maybe like this is meant to be like, maybe I'm actually supposed to be doing something with this microphone. It's just, oh, it's very difficult to even like think about and talk about because it just sounds so unbelievable. Like what are the chances someone reaches out to you to do a voiceover for their podcast intro when you just bought a new microphone? Like the chances of that are like basically zero. And it's not even just that I just bought it. It's that I just like, I literally opened the box that same day. And so I just wanted to talk about this because it's a, it's a very weird story that I guess I've never really told to anyone before, but definitely, you know, these things will manifest themselves for you if you have good intentions with the things that you do. And like I said, building relationships and talking to people and, and talking to the right people, especially you can learn and grow your network to be able to do things more consistently that you didn't necessarily even know that you'd have access to do. And yes, this is a very rare opportunity. We haven't worked since, but 
definitely it was something that I just never expected, you know, and, and it, but the way that it ended up happening was really, really interesting to me. It's something that I wanted to bring up because even if you like photography, like for me, I'm into photography now, but do you think I was super into photography when I bought a camera? Not really, you know, and it's, but it's crazy because if you have the right mentality behind it to learn and grow, but maybe make a little bit of money, I guarantee you'd be pretty surprised by how much money you could make. Even for me, I can, I don't know how much I've made off photography because I never really calculated it, but it's definitely enough to pay off my camera. And I've only had my camera for two years. And like I mentioned before, my camera wasn't exactly cheap. And so I'm kind of like, damn, you know, just buying a camera, it taught me video skills, video skills that even itself brought into new jobs, photography skills that brought me more jobs, video skills that brought me jobs. And literally all it took was me buying one camera. If you buy one podcast, Mike, you learn how to do sound engineering. You learn how to mix audio. You learn how to set up audio. Like I talked about, you could even potentially be a podcast consultant and then start a business consulting for other podcasts that want to get started up. And you just take a small fee to help them with their whole setup, make sure they have the right settings, coordinate things for them, teach them how to have a podcast and how to build that network. I don't think it's something that's unfeasible for a lot of people, especially a lot of people who are into podcasting. It's something they could like a legitimate business idea that they could try and put together. It may not be the most lucrative, but it might be better than nothing. And it's using skills that you already have to make extra money on top of it. And so that's, what's really interesting about this story with the microphone, because I never would have thought that I could make any money off of it like right away, you know, like I, I bought the microphone because I do a bit of video work and I do a bit of podcasting, but it's just guesswork. You know, it's not like someone's out here paying me a hundred dollars a show, $50 a show, even $5 a show to be on their podcast because they're not. I just bought it because I wanted to sound good. I wanted the audience to enjoy my voice a little bit more. I wanted to experiment with all of this audio and the whole world of audio that I hadn't been immersed to. I was very much into video, but I knew nothing about audio, like literally zero. And so it was something that I really wanted to focus on, especially throughout the summer. And I was kind of buying microphones and buying cables and buying audio interface and all this stuff to really help myself have everything I need to start experimenting and start testing and trying new things. But definitely what spiraled off of it was completely unexpected, completely unexpected. I almost love audio as much as I love video because listening to music and, you know, beats and percussions and rhythm and the way things are mixed and put together. I have such an appreciation for that now. Even something as simple as editing and mixing a podcast, it gives you an appreciation for someone who mixes music, who mixes beats, mixes your favorite songs, alters and mixes song lyrics that you hear, that you listen to every day. It's just, it's a growing appreciation. That's why I talk about with photography and um, baseball and all these different analogies that I'm bringing to you to kind of come full circle to say, once you start diving into these spaces, it gives you an appreciation for all these other things that would kind of go unnoticed if you never really dove into that world. And so it's kind of like the way that athletes appreciate other athletes. But if you're not an athlete, you just don't appreciate them the same way because you don't know what it takes to do what they're doing. That's where I think that if you if you are out there and you're trying to figure out what it is that you want to do, what do you want to do to fill your time to make up everything that you feel is wasted watching TV or a way that you can just kind of have a new outlet, a creative outlet. I think like I talked about the three things so far, it's what do you lose time doing? That's the first question. Is it writing? Is it looking at stuff on Instagram? Because if it's looking at stuff on Instagram, you're probably wasting your time talking on the phone. If you like talking on the phone, maybe you should try podcasting. You never know. Maybe you reach a new audience, but 
if it's writing, if it's photography, if it's videography, if it's singing, if it's painting, I want you to just go out, buy that microphone, try to write that song, try and sing a new melody, try and paint something, anything. It doesn't even have to be good, but it's something that might be very therapeutic for you and spiral a new idea. And that's where I'm saying that I want you guys to just try new things, try different stuff, because you never know what may grasp your attention. And so then I talked about, okay, so now you kind of have an idea what you like, or maybe you know what helps you pass time, what makes you lose track of time. If you could do one thing for the rest of your life and your finances were completely covered, what is it that you would do? Is it realistic? Like we've talked about with having realistic goals and ways you can build on those goals to have new goals. Is it realistic? And how do we then make that happen? How do we network with the right people? How do we learn the skills necessary to build all the things to, to end up getting where we want to go? And so kind of going back to this conversation I had with Alex and his girlfriend over the weekend that will strike all of you a little bit, I think, is he said to me after I said I want to be a photographer, he said to me, but isn't that what you're doing right now? And it hit me really hard. And I didn't say this at the time because I wasn't sure kind of how I felt about it, but it hit me really hard for two reasons. One, yes, I am doing that right now, but two, I'm not where I want to be and I'm not especially at that level right now. And that's the part that's kind of not scary, but it's, it's hard and difficult to kind of sit back and think about. And I told him that I said, you know, yeah, I'm doing it right now, but like, I'm definitely not there yet. I don't have that financial freedom to where I can just do photography and not worry about everything going on. My finances, my finances, my bills, you know, the things that are very important in my life. I'm definitely not there doing it with photography. I'd probably closer with videography than photography, but if I could do it in photography, that would be awesome. I'd love that, but I don't have the client base. I don't have, you know, the deals rolling in. Um, the contracts, whatever it is that I would need to have that business completely flowing well. But it's funny that to him, he felt like I was trying to do that. Or it says a lot about kind of what he believes in me. And I really, and I honestly, I felt really good to hear him say that. Because even though I'm not making really a whole lot of money right now, he's saying, well, aren't you at least trying to do that? Rather than some people who would be like, oh, you're trying to be a photographer. Is that even realistic? He's already saying to me, like, I know that you're trying to do that and like good for you to try and do that. And he recognized I was trying to do that. So that meant a lot to me just simply because he all he he could have looked at it from that way and say, oh, well, like, aren't you really struggling in photography? He just saw it as at least I'm trying to do that. And that and that to me is really important because I've talked about your support system and the people you have around you. And even for me, like. I don't have the largest support system. I don't have the biggest group of people that are around me, but I'm definitely very thankful for everyone around me right now because they support me in the ways that some people won't always support you. The people who say they're your supporters, but they aren't. And I'm very thankful for people like him in my life who do support me in the right ways and push me to keep going and do all these different things because it does mean a lot to me. Um, whether it's my girlfriend, Rhea, who's constantly supporting me, telling me to go do a podcast, telling me to go take take pictures, telling me to go take video, do whatever I got to do to kind of make it happen for myself. Whether it's Alex telling me, oh, aren't you actually trying to be a photographer? Aren't, isn't that what you're doing right now? Aren't you currently pursuing your goals? And for a lot of people, 
that's the hardest part is just get to a point where they're actually pursuing their goals. And for him to say that he thinks I'm already pursuing my goal, I think that tells me that I need to be pushing a lot harder for that and I'm not doing enough right now. Why I'm really disappointed in myself, frankly, that I failed when it came to regimenting because I really, really wanted to do that. It's something that I think I really, really needed, but I just never quite figured it out. I never quite put that schedule together and I never really got to where I wanted to be. And today it's happening. Like I'm doing it today no matter what. I, I don't know if I have to post it on Twitter, Instagram, wherever um, to prove to you guys that I did it. But I definitely, 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 definitely want to do that today. Really plan out my schedule, the things I want to do, um, the content I want to create, put more stuff out there, be more outgoing with my content, share with people, engage with people, find new clients, reach out to businesses which is hard right now because of COVID and where I live, things are really surging in the GTA and uh, the greater Toronto area. But definitely, you know, there's still people who need people to photograph their services, to boost their online presence, to help them grow their business, even in a struggling economy, even in one that's kind of in some ways shutting down because they need their message to get out there. They need someone to tell their story. And that's what I'm here for. I'm here to tell some, I'm tell, I'm here to tell a story. It's my story on this podcast. For a business, it may be the story of how they make falafels. I don't know what it is. It could be anything. You know, it could be a burrito place. It could be a place that sells cars. It could be literally anything, but everyone has to tell a story. And that's the only way you're going to reach your audience in 2020 during a pandemic is online, 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 online. We've seen online shopping surges. We've seen all these different things surging. Yes, there's vaccines, you know, being reported coming out 90%, 95%. But who knows when this is ever going to actually be released to the public, when they're actually going to be ready for market. We have no idea. And so all these businesses still have to figure out a way to boost their online presence. And I think I could be the person that could reach out to them. And maybe you and what you do can reach out to businesses as well and start to help them you know, work on their own things. Maybe you create content for other companies. You're a graphic designer, you're a marketer. You can use your same skills like I'm talking about right now. As much as I would love to work for a firm in Toronto and have a high paying job, there is something that's really important to me about just like growing my own local economy and helping out people that live near me because they're the people I come in contact with every day. You know, and like I talk about even people that I that I know on the internet that are doing great work that I talk to and interact with every day, telling them that they do great work. I, it feels like they're part of my local, like my microcosm on the internet. And so definitely it's people, I, those are the kind of people I want to work with because they're the kind of people I want to support. Um, they're the people who need the support because I'm not going to be charging them lots and lots of money like a big firm would just to do a simple marketing campaign. I'd want to be, you know, personal. I'd want to tell their story. I want to make sure they feel like they're expressing what they want to express. And there's not going to be a whole lot of people pushing them certain directions or telling them what to do. I'm just simply here to tell a story. What that story is, I don't know yet. And like I've talked about with this podcast, even that's what kind of the glory of this is, is what is my story? I've already talked about who is Jordan Richards. I've already talked about what my dream is. I've already talked about kind of the way that I'm going to approach my dream and how I want to try and reach that. But there's so much that still needs to be untold. I feel like I'm still on chapter one of a 20 chapter story, but I'm so excited to share it all with you guys. And um, I should have mentioned this at the top of the show, but like for me, it's kind of a weird week. And I mentioned the date specifically because by the time I release another podcast, it's going to be my, I'm going to be 27 years old. And I remember turning 26 was like a big thing for me because I was like, oh man, like, you know, I'm not 25 anymore. 
I'm not young. It's the end of the world. It, it, it wasn't that big of a deal, but it was a pretty crazy day for me. And I'm not going to get into that and why it was crazy. But, you know, I'm hoping 27 is a little bit more low key, but definitely, you know, it makes me makes me gives me a different perspective as to kind of what I want to do and how I want to conduct myself. I've been changing a lot, you know, this year for a lot of people, it's changed them a ton, like changed them a ton in the way that they approach things, approach people, approach their loved ones. It's forced all of us to kind of change in some respects. And I think for me, it's I've changed a lot for the better. I've become a much more compassionate, caring person than I used to be. I've become way more selfless. I've been wanting to help people a lot more. I've been seeing my own personal value, which I think was really tough for me in the past. I've always looked at myself as an ant, an ant in a massive world. You know, there's people who say things like every vote counts and um, no matter what, like I'm a drop in the bucket kind of person. I've never viewed myself as a, I've never viewed myself as part of change, but I think that I'm slowly realizing more and more that there may be a place in the world for me to actually create change. And maybe, just maybe, I can impact one or two people that and legitimately make a change in their life. It may be small, it may be big, but the people that I'm able to reach with this podcast, no matter how many people they are, I hope it gives them a perspective that they never thought about, that they just never considered, or one that they are just kind of searching for, something different, something fresh, something that they just don't get from the people around them. And and that's one of the great things about podcasts is that it comes from people all around the world, all different people sharing their story. But as I kind of mentioned, most people don't share the story of their successes and failures or they do so after they've already achieved that success. And that's really where I think the gold is in this idea is that it's not about sharing my successes with you guys. It's honestly, in a lot of ways, I kind of want to share my failures. I kind of want to share where I went wrong in real time and kind of the mistakes I made so you guys can legitimately see and learn what did I do to adjust? How did I go about that? How did my mindset change? And one thing I've definitely changed more than anything before I started this podcast was I want to share with people. I want to grow. I want to hone my skills and I want to learn from others and I want to build relationships because relate building relationships is still one of the most important things to me today that I've been trying to do more than anything. And it's been very difficult for me to do in the past because it's something that I've neglected, something I just not really in my makeup necessarily um, in the way that I used to be and like kind of the old Jordan, the 25, 26 year old Jordan. Um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to roll into 27, a new person, new mindset, new ideas, new goals, new ambitions, and really just try to blow the doors off of what I expect. And I, that's kind of, you know, the next thing. And I wrote down in my calendar for on my birthday, there's like a few things that I really want to do. I want to buy a DJI Ronin S2. Uh, probably not going to do that. Didn't make enough money. So I'm gonna have to put that off. I I put in there if I can. So I can't right now. I gotta be, I gotta be smart with my money. I can't be spending it like crazy. Then the other thing I wanted to do was I wanted to set all my goals for 2021, but I actually said my age 27 season because it's not about, it's not about the new year. It's not about starting fresh with the new year. 2020 sucked, but it's about, you know, my milestone starts sooner than that. I have a late birthday. I want to get started on it early, get on it really, really early. And I would, I would stress to all of you guys, if you guys are saying, oh yeah, I'll do this in 2021, like 2020 sucks, like, nah, find whatever the day is, pick a day, it could be any fucking day, it could be December 3rd for all I care, and I want you to say, take these two weeks, 
figure out what is it you want to do to turn things around for yourself. Maybe nothing's wrong. Maybe you just want to make a small change. You want to read more. That's one thing I want to do. I want to start reading more. I want to start reading more books. I have like five books in my closet. I've read, I think one or two of them. And I wanted to read them all this year. One of my goals this year was to read like 10 books. That is, that did not even come close to happening. It didn't even come close to happening, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to try and do it again because there's no, just because you fail at something doesn't mean you have to completely fail at it. It doesn't mean you can't ever revisit it again. Some people get really turned off by those things, especially when you look at things like fitness. Oh, I didn't lose this amount of weight quick enough. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. So do it again. Like you have so much time. You have so much opportunity in your life. Why are you so focused on getting that one goal at that one moment? I just told you that I failed at setting my schedule. I completely failed at it. Didn't even come close. And But today I'm saying, you know what? Today I'm definitely getting that done. I'm definitely figuring that out. The next two weeks I'm going to be slammed. I'm going to be figuring out what I'm doing. And I need to plan my goals for the following year, my age 27 season, and really start getting things going so I can start building this foundation for a future career that I want to have. And I do want you guys to be all a part of it. And like I've kind of mentioned, I want you guys to really share your successes, your failures with me. And you can DM me on Twitter at your boy Rich if you want to do that. You can reach out to me on Instagram at my Instagram handle jrichimaging. Um, there's lots of ways you can reach me if you want to reach me. It's hard to search my name because of that stupid football player that played in the NFL who sucks. But you can still reach me. You can still find me. I'm still out there. You know, the links are in the description of this podcast. And so I want to be sharing. I want to be teaching. I want to be learning. I want to be growing with all of you. I don't want this to be like a one-man show. That's not what this is about. As, as much as I enjoy the podcasting and I enjoy telling my own stories and sharing things with you guys, I definitely want it to feel like a community aspect. I definitely want you guys to share these stories. And I definitely want people who are close to me to have a deeper understanding of me because there are a lot of things that I struggle with in my life. And one of the things is sharing things with people, with my loved ones, with the people who are close to me. And like I've mentioned before, eventually this podcast is going to come out. Everyone in my family is going to know about it and they're, they're going to, maybe they're going to listen. Maybe they're not going to listen, but it's a way for me to really tell my story, share my thoughts, my feelings, what I'm going through in the moment and the way that I try to approach things, get out of it. Like I talked about my negative mindset that was pointed out to me. It made me realize that I just need to just relax, not put so much pressure on myself and just continue going about the things I'm doing because whether I, you know, go to five job interviews and I get rejected from all five, at least I'm getting those interviews. That's the positive part. And just to keep that positivity flowing throughout everything, always find the positivity in the things that you enjoy because the process is right. The process is always right. Unless you're making a ton of mistakes, I hope that I'm driving you to learn that it's process over results, process over results, and those results will come. And it's very easy for a lot of people to say that. But I think for me in my position right now, I would definitely say that no matter what's been happening to me recently, this process, the way I'm going about it, it's working for me. It's slow, it's steady, but it's working. And it may seem like it's not working to some of you, but I want you to keep going. I want you to keep pushing at it. I want you to keep grinding because eventually it's going to snowball. It's just, you're not there yet. You're not there yet. Maybe you're not good enough. Maybe you're not recognizable enough. Maybe you haven't hit your stride yet, but it will come. It definitely will come because like they say, in, uh, in Outliers, Malcolm Gladwell wrote, it takes 10,000 hours to become a master at anything. So if you're still on hour one, it may take you till hour 1,000 to get noticed, hour 5,000 until you start to make some money, hour 10,000 until you're really making a living what you want to do, or any variation of in between. So definitely, you know, you need to keep pushing for the things that you want. You need to keep striving to hit your goals, set new goals. If you fail at a goal, set it again or change it to make it more attainable for yourself. 
and slowly build that goal list, start checking things off, start building that skill set, and you'll become a more well-rounded individual in the end because you're learning how to consistently grow at a consistent pace as you grow, as you shatter those goals, as you continue to find successes, eventually it'll all hit. It'll all hit for you and you'll figure it out and you'll really feel great about where you're at. But I want you to track that progress. I want you to see where you come from. I want to see your failures. I want to see your successes. I want you to see the person that you become from the beginning to the end, not just kind of what happens throughout the way. Because there's lots of times people get lost in that process. They don't forget where they came from, but they get lost in the process of what they did. And I want you guys to remember that so you can share with other people the way I'm sharing it with you guys. Because ultimately, that's what's going to make this community grow is if you share your successes, your failures, your experiences with other people and teach them how to do the same thing. That's what's going to make this even more impactful to learn something from me or something that you're doing yourself and sharing it with me may help me to grow, may help me to become more successful. And I want you to share that with other people, share their work, share the love, share the joy. I'm Jordan Richards, your host. Thank you for listening to the Real Life Podcast. Rate, review, subscribe, listen to all the episodes, drop comments if you like it. Thank you guys so much for listening. 